Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Control Group. Stop eating chips. For another episode. <laughs> what did you say? Stop eating chips. I'm not eating chips. All right. Welcome to another episode of The Cinders of Winter. <laughs> I'm your GM or your Grandmeister, Dennis Foray. I'm Hadley Singer. I am playing Regal Sunswelter and Rodby of the Red. I'm Nicholas Hodge, and I'm playing Philia Sand and Silas O'Connor. I'm Marcus Strox, I'm playing Marla Cobray and Galvin Stone. We see Regal Sunswelter and Jaina Sunswelter standing outside of a room. Uh, Jaina is pacing back and forth, her head in her hands, one of her arms crossed against her chest. What could it possibly be now, Jaina? She'll stop pacing and just kind of look you dead in the eye, Regal. One of my footmen is dead. <sighs> Shit, I forgot about that. <laughs> that's, that that's, that's, that's me talking. Regal does not say that. <laughs> um, he'd probably uh, say something like, it must have been the wine. It must have been something that one of those, what would you say, Associans? Esosians? What do you... Uh, West... Uh, Westosians? Westerosi. How do you say it? Westerosi. Westerosi? Oh, Westerosi. Like, multiple cacti. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it would be easy to assume that any of these Westerosis would see us as outsiders, but to attack our people so openly and virulently, I don't... It doesn't make any sense. We should play this closer to our chest. I guess... That makes sense. I don't understand who else or what else it could have been if it weren't for one of them. We, as you said, were outsiders. I guess at the same time, doing something so public would have been quite brash. But that's exactly what you just told me. I'm going to speak to everyone we've brought here today. I'm going to tell them to essentially forget about salmon but dear brother um as she comes closer to you um she takes one of your hands and both of hers i am entrusting you i need you to find whoever did this <sighs> it shall be done meanwhile Rufelius is going to go to edmure um as i am assuming that the crowd is sort of starting to disperse <laughs> Given the most death. of the houses have gone their own way, a lot of them heading back to the the chateaus they've been entrusted in King's Landing during these peace talks. But you're able to catch Edmure on his way out because he's kind of like, as he mentioned before, he's taking the helm of these peace talks. So he was getting scrolls together from Meisters that were writing everything down. My lord, what a tragedy! I um, I thought things might have gotten better. In these years past, but it seems that some things never change. But we must be the change. I promise you, Lord Tully, that I, and all of that I represent, will investigate this matter. And try to put this behind us. I'm going to try and curry favor is what I'm, is what I'm doing. Okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and roll for me, plus grace. Eight. <laughs> it's an eight. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm, uh, I'm reading the things you have to choose between, or I have to choose between. Yeah. 
And yeah. one of them is just, um, they give themselves to you if being turned on. <laughs> so I was, just try- I was trying to think if uh, Edmer was really turned on. Um, brown chicken, brown chicken. <laughs> Edmer's gonna come closer to you. And kind of that basic old man has to be touchy for some reason way. He tries to put his hand on Ruthelius's shoulder, but due to Edmer's age, he's, his back is starting to curve a little. Um, and essentially he puts his hand on Ruthelius's chest, um, and then embarrassed, he takes it off and smiles. Uh, I, I very much appreciate that. Um, and you'll now have a string against Edmer Tully. Good. Yes, and then Ruthelius is going to smile, bow to Edmure, and then turn around and have a completely different expression. It's a calculating one, and he looks towards Silas. And Silas nods in in recognition and goes and he tries to catch up to Yara Greyjoy. You see already that uh, Yara, she's in a party of all women, and they're already drinking. Um, <laughs> it seems that they're drinking the leftovers of the wine that were kind of left untouched from the meeting. Uh, she's drinking them unabashedly and unafraid, uh, with this party of women who are all just having a rousing time. They've, they found, like, a quick consort of musicians out on the King's Landing streets, so they're playing a little jig, and everyone's dancing around and drinking. Perhaps, my grace, you and your warriors would like to accompany this, to, to move this party to the Oakheart Keep. We have fresh barrels from the Reach, the finest grapes in the land. Yara's like dancing with a very beautiful woman, and they kind of like spin around in a dance move where Yara catches Silas's glance as he's speaking to her, kind of stops the dance. How, how good is this wine you're talking about? I wouldn't, I wouldn't lie to you, my grace. It is the finest in the land. And if I could be more blunt with you, it knocks me over in about a glass and a half, which is quite a feat. Little bitch. Well, <laughs> who said it? <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a small liquid in the corner. <laughs> She's going to break away from the dancing and pull in closer to you. And how fine are the whores? <laughs> Uh, Silas, Silas will, uh, do his hearty belly laugh. <laughs> Even fire. <laughs> Yara, without saying anything, is gonna turn around. The people of the Reach are a beautiful people. <laughs> She's gonna turn around and do a little head move to her group as they all kind of start following her. Um, as you kind of point the way towards your chateau, it's just you and her now. I'm gonna whisper in her ear. Though, we do have some of the Dornish taste as well. I hear that may be more to your liking. Uh, she, she has a very wide, brimming smile. As you see, besides the band, there is another man standing there that seems to have been in the party you, you would have noticed, Silas. But he didn't easily move with the rest of the women. Uh, he's this kind of frail blonde man as after Yara smiles at that notion she's going to notice the man standing by himself um, as she's going to kind of snap at this man Theonis you better come with as the man kind of like nods um, not looking at either of you and then runs off to join the rest of the women Theonis? Theonis 
Theonis. Ooh. Uh, I guess <laughs> Silas just wants to party at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you head back to the chateau that's been gifted to you for these peace talks. The Oakheart men are, I assume they're, your men are kind of quite like Silas, that they're all big barrel-chested men. I think not, actually. I think oh, truly. Okay. <laughs> I think they are them. all slender. Some of them prostitutes themselves. Um, they are, <laughs> of course. They are all flowers. I'll, I'll say this to Yara. I'm about to say, they, welcome to the flower. I, I uh, shall introduce you to the flowers of the reach. All my kindred brothers. Not in blood, per se, but in feeling. And uh, uh, yes, yeah, uh, they... Some some concubines, some warriors, but none as big as Silas. <laughs> okay, and then perfect. Yara's gonna turn to you, and she's gonna kind of mutter very jokingly. She's even, like, laughing through the words. You know, if, uh, Renly would have been our king at the end of the day, I think things would have been much better as she winks to you. In another life. <laughs> as she's gonna, her eye's gonna be caught by a very foxy-looking, brown-skinned woman, and Yara's immediately gonna follow her away from you. Silas is, uh, is going to drink quietly, but sort of observe the situation, keeping her here and happy. <laughs> but not getting drunk himself. <laughs> Perhaps one of the great joys approaches uh, Silas and he's like, <laughs> he just brushes her off. <laughs> I missed a fancy a tug. <laughs> fancy a tug. Approach me any further and I will hurl you from this keep. All right, all right. Didn't mean nothing by it. <laughs> Master of the house. <laughs> Wait for the cockney rages. Glad you brought us in. Um, as we find uh, Marla in a courtyard um, with one of her ladies waiting. She's uh, sitting there with Scylla. Uh, so I've asked Scylla to send her fastest ladies made to bring Robin Aaron to me as well. Mm, Lady Corbrain, I do admire what you did at the peace talks today, but don't you think it's bold to throw Robin, I'm sorry, Lord Aaron in such turbulent waters? Oh, he's proven his mettle many times before, and he should prove quite well this time as well. In fact, if he intends to continue as the King of the Vale, well, he... Claims to speak for all of us and should continue to do so in the future. He'll need to prove that he can do so in the future as well and fight for us. I will not lie. I am very much enamored with the way Lord Aaron can handle a bow and arrow, but... I mean, against the likes of that of Sir Oakheart. <laughs> she shudders a little bit. Oh, he's one of the great houses. He's fought in many wars. He'll be quite fine. And if not, well, then he will... Be the one to blame for our house's standing, and perhaps we'll be in the perfect position for even more of his own promises that he seems to be and so intent to give. I don't wish to challenge your wisdom, Lady Corbray. And as she says this, you hear footsteps on the cobblestone as Lord Robin Aaron uh, strolls up. Scylla gives a very cute curtsy, not breaking eye contact or smiling with Robin Aaron uh, as she kind of hops up with a light step. Uh, just leaving Robin Aaron and Marla by themselves. My king, I hope you enjoyed my speech earlier today. Yes, I was just uh, quite a bit confused. Don't you have 
Sir Galvin Stone to be your champion. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, my greatest advisor, he should be by my side throughout this entire ordeal, of course. I assumed that you, who fight so well for the Vale, would love to volunteer to be my champion. It is very hard, as we have spoken to many times before. A lot of dissenters for when that scum Peter Baelish had wrest control of the Vale away from me. There's still a lot of dissension and uprising there. But I just want our peaks to be clean. And if you wish for me to be your champion, I should see no greater honor, Marla. Uh, as he's gonna to attempt to take Marla's hand. I'll give it to him. Of course, my king. I would have nothing more that I wish than for our two families to be closer than ever. I do recall that your father and my father once fought in the wars of Robert's Rebellion. I would never want such thing for our families. Of course, we would never need to be in strife. We should be allies till the end. I would like you to curry favor right now. So if you could roll plus grace for me. I got a five. So you do have Robin in your thrall. Except maybe it's not as easy as you think it is. As he still has your hand in his, uh, he gets down on one knee. If you would so do me the pleasure, should I win this tournament, I won't ask a boon from the great houses. I only wish to have your hand after all this is done. Can you promise me that, Marla? My lord, I can promise you one thing. If you will allow my family to grow and our families to grow closer, I know with surety we will one day sleep in the same bed. <laughs> now, I need not remind you that, of course, you are my king, my king of the Vale. However, the Cobras did not bend the knee. The only knee that they bent, of course, was to the Lord's Declarant, who run the veil. Now, if I were to create an even stronger connection, not simply to those who run the veil, but to your family specifically, well, then we would be tied together forever. Damn, can't believe you just call him a dumbass. Uh, you see Robin Aaron, he's got the, the meme of the lady doing math, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a yes? <laughs> yeah, so he's, he's very confused, and he was kind of lost in a lot of that. Uh, political jargon. He is still young. He's only in his early 40s at this point, uh, really. Um, so he's like, as far as his political career, um, he's relied mostly on his advisors. So like, when you get into big, <laughs> when you get into galaxy brain talk like this, he's a bit lost. So he's gonna kind of falter to what he knows how. And since you have this allegiance with him, Robin Aaron does have two strings against you, Marla. Uh, he's going to lift one of these strings to attempt to force you to promise him with the words, I promise, if he should win the tournament, you'll take his hand. So how do strings... So, okay, where is that in the basic moves? Just, just so I know how that works. So as far as from an NPC to you, you're able to use this for plus ones. Um, I'm allowed to make harder moves with it from a narrative standpoint. <laughs> okay. So as he holds my hand... 
and I can tell that he's not really falling for this, basically, I'll put my other hand on his as well and say, My lord, I've been far too arrogant and not grateful enough for all that you have sacrificed for the Vale. If you win this tournament, I can guarantee you my hand in marriage. <gasps> Robin stands up with a start, a wide-brimming smile on his face. Uh, as he bows to leave your presence, uh, he nearly skips off. You know, he does a jump and clicks heel, freeze frame, <laughs> um, <laughs> as he heads off. And then two, like, Scylla walks up, and two other of my handmaids walk up, and they try to, like, fix my hair. And I, like, brush them away, like, like there's, you can't see it on my face, but, like, my hand is, like, I'm... <laughs> we'll now catch up with Regal. Uh, Regal, you've been on your, uh manhunt. It's still the same night. Uh, it's getting into the, the later hours at this point now. What are we uh, in the, the sun woods? has fallen. Uh, no, you guys are still in the kingdom. Right. And still chilling around King's Landing. Uh, but Rigal, when you're on your hunt at the moment, Rogvir actually catches up with you. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he's offered to accompany you on your hunt. You need me! You need me! <laughs> and then, and then Regal looks at him and goes, Alright, alright, just keep quiet and you can help me out. And I think, uh, what are, are we by, What are, where, where exactly in the kingdom are we? Like, what are we... You can choose. Who are you currently, like, who's your main su- suspect right now? Oh, main suspect? Yeah. Oh, damn. Trying to remember who exactly was in the room. Because there was a lot of people in the room. <laughs> um, yeah, so as far as, like, wide brimming, you have House Aaron. So that was Robin Aaron that was in the last scene. House Greyjoy, so that's the pussy pirate. Nice. You have Ho- House Tully, that was the old dude in charge. Mm-hmm. You got House Baratheon, that was the big dude who was enjoying all the fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got House Martell, so those were the uh, brown-skinned dudes. Who've been chilling around Ruthelius and Silas? Mm-hmm. Uh, you have House Harwell, so that was Baroth and the kind of upspoken pirate people. Uh, you have House Forrester, uh, and that was the feeble old man in charge and his beautiful wife. Uh, and then uh, House Payne, so you saw Podrick Payne, uh, just the most perfect man that's ever existed. All right, well we'll jump <laughs> back to the House of Payne later. <laughs> but for now we can we can jump yeah we can jump around to we're it. gonna we're gonna jump around back there but we're gonna go in a circle we're definitely gonna start with the pussy pirate <laughs> the gray joys <laughs> just say the gray joys we're, def- we're definitely gonna go check this guy uh, out you uh you catch word from a band that was playing in the street they're like, oh yeah, uh, the pussy pirate. She's <laughs> up there. She's over chilling with the Oaken Hearts. <laughs> We're gonna call her the pussy pirate the whole time. No, <laughs> <laughs> Lady Greyjoy is uh, okay. out with uh, Sir Oakenheart right okay, now. Okay, we're just gonna call her Lady Greyjoy as much as I love the <laughs> pussy pirate. <laughs> only her friends can call her. Only, pussy only her friends. <laughs> All right, we're definitely going to check out Lady Greyjoy then. 
So as you head to the chateau that's been afforded to the Oaken Hearts, uh, you can hear a raucous of debauchery from inside Ooh. before you step in. And Rufelius ambushes them. Ooh, oh, okay. shit. Hold to ambush. <laughs> Six. Fuck. <laughs> Oof. I can go ahead and mark experience for that one. Garrett! <laughs> uh, Rufelius, you open the door attempting to scare um, off uh, these sun-swelter men. But as you do, as you're opening the door and about to step in front of it, Rogvir immediately like rushes in. <laughs> he runs in. He's got his gavotte in his hand, like ready. I had hoped to have a civil conference with you before you, before you rushed into my dwelling. Uh, Must have been hard to lose a fellow countryman. May I ask what is wrong with that one? <laughs> as you. As you immediately pan over, Rogvir is already covered in prostitutes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Rogvir, uh, I think... Oh, what, pointing to Rogvir saying, what is wrong with yes. that one? Oh. And uh, I think Regal is going to look at him and go, It seems he is harmless, very weak old man. I unfortunately have been tied to him in some abnormal way, but that is not why I am here. No, you're here to in- investigate Lady Greyjoy, are you not? Correct. Do you have... Well, I don't see why you need to investigate her. Well, I have to start somewhere. And I, and I give him a little I give him a little wink. Uh, he just, he fucking hates that wink. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. He says... What makes you so certain that she's here? And that, and I say that's that's ex- I don't I don't think she's here. I was gonna do some snooping. Actually, I was gonna snoop around. How bold! Just <laughs> <laughs> gonna, um, but that's not that's not what he actually says. He says it in a way better way than I just said it. Um, <laughs> uh, Regal probably says something like, "I will question the lady uh, when she returns. Do you have any idea when she may be back?" Sometime after dawn. Where has she been? None of your business, Sun Swelter. Oh, this is... Oh, it's gonna have to be my part of my business, though. What do I got? Rhaegal? <laughs> Rhaegal, <laughs> unless you have a better move, I'd like you to observe a person. Okay, well then we'll... Yeah, I'll, I've only got Daredevil. I'm not gonna run at him with my short bow. That would suck. Do it. Uh, so I'm gonna have no. roll plus sense. Alright, roll plus sense. Alright, my sense is... Oh, I got plus two cents. Okay. <laughs> I got a ten. Okay, perfect. And uh, Rufelius's ability, on the other hand, <laughs> is oh, that ahead. whenever someone uses observer person on him, no matter what the role, the answer is nothing. Whoa! Whoa. Oh, damn! Damn! <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> so yeah, um, Regal, you can't tell if he's lying. You can't get any sense from this person. <laughs> and then Rufelius is going to switch it up on and say, Sunswelter, perhaps I've been too rude. You did lose a countryman. Please, enjoy yourself. The house is yours. Oh, damn. Uh, what's Rogbeer doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Rogbeard is just, he's, once again, he's still just covered in the prostitutes. Okay. Um, they seem to be loving him, but Rogvir's gaze isn't focused on any of them. Oh, yes. There's like, 
initially he was like kissing one at a point. Um, but then his eyes got attracted to something in the room. And then like she's still kissing on him, but he's staring at this fire pit that's in the center of the room. Um, and then I'd like to have Rogvier roll plus Will. Yes, our our vision of the day. Eleven. Damn, alright. Hey there, this is Nick from Control Group. Thank you so much for listening to our incredibly professional and concise productions. While you're listening, we'd appreciate it if you took the time to give us a review, and I'd personally become your new best friend if you shared our podcast with your friends and family. You can follow all of our releases on social media at Control Group Pod. Oh shoot, I think it's back on. Let's get back to listening. Rogvier. Rogvier stands up. He, like, pushes all of these these whores off of him. <laughs> get away! Uh... <laughs> As he is going to run, he's going to run directly past Rhaegal uh, and out the door. Nice. As he's just kind of like muttering no to himself. No, 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 no. And then uh, Rhaegal's going to uh, chase after him. Uh, and then where's Rogvier going? Rogvier's like he's just pacing on the street outside. As as uh, Rigal leaves, um, Rafelius wants to give a parting shot of, "I I trust tomorrow will be much fun." And Rigal looks back at him and says, "I do I do hope so, dear sir. Thank you for uh, the kindness." Um, and uh, oh shit. See, this is great. I'm an improviser. Did everybody know that? Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, he, he looks at him and he says, thank you so much for the kindness. Uh, best of luck tomorrow at the festival. Um, and Rafael shuts the door. Yeah, so I'm going to run after Rogvier. And uh, what does Rogvier see exactly? Rogvier, he's like beating his head while muttering now. And he... Can I have Galvin walk up? Yeah, sure. So, Galvin has been um, sort of sk- skulking the streets, looking for uh, information, especially for where Rodvir was, like, for a while, honestly. <laughs> so he finally finds him and walks up. What does he see? Uh, he sees... <laughs> He's bashing his head. <laughs> An older man in red, with a wispy beard, like, beating his own head while, while muttering no to himself. Uh, he'll walk up and then he just... Slaps his hand in between the the Rogvier's forehead and the and the whatever it is the tree and stops him. Oh god damn it! Does, <laughs> I think Rogvier gets his gavotte out now. That's his favorite weapon. Oh no! <laughs> um, let's yeah, let's have you um, let's roll to threaten. Let's roll to threaten. Oh, uh, what's that? That's gonna be you're gonna roll plus edge. Okay. <laughs> oh, I've got plus one edge. Oh yeah, I got a nine. So, Galvin, you can either choose to get the hell out of his way, give them something you think he wants, back off calmly, hands where you can see, tell him what you want to know, or barricade yourself in. (laughs) I guess I'll get the hell out of his way if he wants to keep banging his head (laughs) on the tree. (laughs) As Rogvier goes back to banging his head against a tree. Rogvier's definitely screaming, Don't touch! Don't touch! (laughs) Um, and I and, and that's when uh, Regal looks at Regal looks at, uh, uh, at Galvin and says, "Just stay back, just stay back until he's finished." <laughs> he backs up. Of, of course. All right. What what is this guy seeing? He saw exactly 
the person who murdered Santa. Oh, yeah! Do we... Do- and in his stunned uh, sort of way, he's unwilling to just outright blurt it out. Does it? Is it like a riddle? Um, Does it come out as a riddle? Or is he just not... Yes, yeah, so he... he <laughs> He keeps on saying, weak part of the chain. Weak part of the chain. How much can I tell about what he's doing right now? Um, you... <laughs> just stumbling on this situation, you'd think Rogvier an absolute madman. Because we've met before, and I know that he does magic, but I don't know that I would know... So I, I wouldn't probably know that this is, like, his way he th- gets visions, I guess. Maybe he was a different person in the past, too. Yeah, yeah exactly. He used to be much more confident. Uh, but wow. after several losses in his career, um, he's a, he's a bit of a mess. But you see, as like Rodvir, he like sits against the tree and starts rocking back and forth as he's still muttering, "Weak part of the chain." I'll like lean down into it. And I, that's what uh, Regal says. Careful. And then I just I just like he, um, Galvin just like puts a hand up. Rodvir is going to uh, look up at him, grinning. Okay. Also putting up his hand in a in a sort of friendly way, potentially. You acted quite, quite strangely at the meeting earlier today. You said something of the Oakhards. Something of them burning. A mighty what, oak. What did you see? A mighty oak burns and the weakest link did the deed. The weakest link in the chain, and a mighty oak burning. <laughs> uh, can I? I want to do some sort mm-hmm. of magic to learn more about what happened to Rogvir to make him this. Is he legitimately crazy, or is it an act, or is he just sad? Oh yeah, yeah. I guess I could just observe, but I want to. I want to see if I can use magic to learn more. Do you have a specific move for this, or? Nope, I don't. Okay. He's magically observing a person, that's what I was saying. Because I'm going to have you consult lore. Okay, I'll roll plus, plus one. Ooh, Gal- Galvin so far is sort of like a, like a secret, like assassin sort of guy. <laughs> I like it so oh yeah, was it plus one? Yeah. I got a four. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, well... Rogvir's an enigma. <laughs> <laughs> well, Galvin knew Rogvir at one point. Possibly in some travels in Essos. Um... The Rogvir you knew was a very upstanding man of those clothed in red. Some of them would even say he was probably the next disciple, much like the Lady of Red, who fought at the Battle of Winterfell. Ooh. Okay. Damn. Um, but that... in these years since you've seen him, it's the shell of the man you notice. Okay. Uh, at this realization, I like step back and I'm Govan is overwhelmed almost by some of his emotion and he turns to Regal and he's like I knew this man many years ago what turned him into this Rogvir came to us a shattered man not a single article of clothing on his body dirty from head to toe we do not know much of his past. Only what he has managed to spew. But ever since I found him in the woods of Bravos, I found that 
despite his insane ramblings, he manages to... How... How do I say this? He knows how things will end. And I fear that the voice and faces of Oakheart won't last too much longer. And then a quick interlude scene where we see Silas Oakheart uh, in a large bed that's made just for him uh, with two prostitutes on either side of him. He's completely naked. Um, but above him is the Oakheart flag, uh, you know, the, the, the banister, and on the either side of it are flames from the sconces. Uh, and then as he's banging away <laughs> at the prostitutes, uh, a, a, a breeze rolls in through the keep and lights the banner on fire briefly. Silas stands and bats it out with his, his enormous mitt-like hand. And he stares at it. Yeah, you watch, as, you watch as this banner alights really quick. You're able to put it out in time. Uh, but you watch as the cinders from this flag fall. Um, on top of your face. Back on the street, we see uh, Rogvir. Um, he's lifting up his red hood a little bit more, to which we see a flash in his eyes. They've turned to a different color. Mm. They're, or they're at the moment flame red. Whoa. <laughs> Can I study a charge situation? Yeah. Okay. So go ahead and roll plus sense for me. Okay, gonna roll plus one. I got a twelve. Ooh, baby. Uh, so you get to hold three. Wow. So you can ask one of these or three of these questions. Where's my best escape route? Slash way in. Slash way past. Which enemy is most vulnerable to me? What is the biggest threat to me? What should I be on the lookout for? What's my enemy's true position? Who's in control here? What happened here recently? Or what is about to happen here? Okay. I'll look at Ragvir and ask, well, while I'm looking at Ragvir, I ask, what's my enemy's true position? Oh, shit. As Ragvir is going to look the way the chateau that was given to the oak hearts that you guys are pretty close to uh, is built on one of the hills in King's Landing. Um, So you can kind of see the lower levels of King's Landing. As you watch Ragvir's eyes kind of focus... Uh, down this hill, you can clearly see lower on this hill the chateau that was entrusted to the sun swelters. Okay, I'll I'll just ask one more, and that's um, mm-hmm. who's in control here. I would say at this point you are. Uh, I'll, I guess I'll ask one more. What is about to happen here? That's such a good <laughs> question. <laughs> Ragvir, on his knee- are you on Ragvir's level or are you standing? I'm on his level. Ragvir's gonna kind of like move past you as he uh, crawls over on his knees to Rhaegal. Um, and he's gonna plead to Rhaegal to please stop him before he can hurt Jaina. Oh, damn. Uh, Rhaegal is gonna look at him like like he's, like a, like this is the craziest thing that's ever happened. Like, that's nuts. And I think Rhaegal's gonna pick him up, like put him onto his feet and tell Galvin that it's 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 time for them to leave. And Galvin's already gone. Oh, damn. Oh. <laughs> like, back. <laughs> damn, well, see you later. <laughs> Is that what Rego said? Yeah, that's what Rego He's like, he's like well, oh, well, shit. See you later, man. 
That's all I've got. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's no no immediate pressure happening right now, Rigal. Um, part of that is I think we need to go back to um Jaina. You rush back uh, to the Sun Swelter uh, Chateau at that point. Oh, I was gonna say. So we're rushing back to the house, right? We're go- We're going. We're going you... to the house. I'm pulling Rogvier. Is there any way that I could like leave him at the front door? Like, is... um, yeah. So you stand nearly steps away from the front door, um, to the chateau, and you turn around to Rogvier, and he like he bumps into you because he thinks he's going in as well. You're kind of blocking his way. And Rog- I think Rogvier is going to try to like kind of wrestle towards the front door. Um, or at least maybe, no, he's gonna, he's definitely gonna, like, try to, uh, like, block the doorway. Like, don't go in! Don't go in! And, uh, Regal's gonna, um, I'm gonna have him push him to the side, like, push him on the ground or something like that. Alright, I'd like you to roll to take by force. Take by force. That's, uh, what is that, so edge? roll plus edge. Uh, yep. Okay, let's see here. I got a six. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you struggle with Rogvier. You guys kind of get into like a a little tussle on the ground, trying to move around each other. As Rogvier is like nearly shouting at this point, like if something should happen to Lady Jaina, then you are the only kin who can helm House Sunswelter. Which would suck. Um, <laughs> uh, I've got to get in there, though. Like, he's... Freaking... Um, Regal's got to get in there and, like, warn Jaina of something. Or, or I don't know. I think... <sighs> I'm going to have to harm him. Is there any way I can, I'm going to... I'm going to harm... I'm going to try to... I'm going to get my... Um, I'm going to get my hand axe out and, like... And, like, attempt to, like threaten him a little more. Not hurt him yet, but I'm definitely going to threaten him. Yeah, of course. Uh, roll to threaten. So it's going to be plus edge again. Eight. So, Rockvier is going to, at the side of this axe, back up. And Regal's going to run inside. Is Jaina in there? Um, as you run to the chamber that is currently occupying, uh, you knock uh, fast and harsh against the door. Uh, to no immediate answer. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna open the door. I'm just gonna open it. Uh, it seems to be locked. All right. Well, I'm gonna take my hand axe and try to, to break down the door. Then, as you go to break down the door, I would like you. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna have you. Uh, take by fourth this door. So roll plus edge again. Alright, it's uh, seven. Oh, shit. You hack into the door once, um, and as you jimmy the axe back out, the door unlocks and opens. Uh, and Jane is there in her nightgown, as it is much later in the night at this point. Oh, no. Uh, very confused. You can see there's still a candle in her lo- room. Um, and as she... She's, like, very confused and asks Regal... We're going to switch over back to the oak art suite. Where we see Silas waking up from a, from a, from sleep. 
He's pressed the fires out. He's sleeping in bed, but he wakes up. Um, it's later. Uh, there's still a party happening in the, in the next room, but it's sort of petered out. Um, Silas walks out, fully nude. <laughs> Doesn't <Nice>. care. <laughs> um, but he sees Rufelius standing on the balcony. Silas walks over, uh, grabbing his sword, which is hung up on the on the wall, and great, carrying it in his hand, clutching it, t- tossing it back and forth for the practice. Uh, Rufelius catches si- sight of Silas, staring right at his penis, <laughs> and then back up into, uh, at him, and saying, he says, can't sleep, warrior. Silas says, have our chances improved? And Rufelius says, you tell me. And he nods at uh, Yara Greyjoy, who's uh, asleep in a pile mm-hmm. of bodies. <laughs> yep. Uh, and Rufelius offers out his hand, and Silas looks confused, and Rufelius says, your sword, oh god. And <laughs> Silas puts the sword in uh, Rufelius' hands. It's very heavy. Rufelius um, <laughs> like, kind of staggers from the weight for a moment before... Uh, rubbing his hands like over the sword in sort of like a uh, meaningful way. Silas just watches and Rufelius says like it's an ancient Dornish blessing I give upon your sword. And Silas says I need I, I need not any blessings I just need these two hands. And Rufelius says that's the confidence I like Silas but remember don't be stupid. Pushes the sword into Silas's chest, and Silas takes it and wanders back into bed. And we see Rufelius as he watches Silas go pull out a, a vial of water and wash his hands of some kind of liquid that was on it. Mm. On his hand. Nick, uh, Nick, what's um, Silas's sex move? Silas's sex move? Because <laughs> he definitely fucked, so. Yeah, true. I get a forward. <laughs> <laughs> just get a plus one forward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you got a, a forward for the tournament the next day. We'll okay. remember that. Okay. Um, we'll just mention that at the next of the episode. <laughs> I thought you had more. Nope. <laughs> no, yeah. Alright, so we cut back to the Sun Swelter place of residence in King's Landing. As Jaina has invited Regal in. Um, you see that Jaina is having a seemingly another drink of wine uh, with one of her most trusted footmen, uh, Descar, who was the one who helped you uh, bring out Salmon's body when he was choking to death. What? What are you doing here? Your life. It's in danger. Oh, we, we, we must get protection or, 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 or something. Get you just away from here. What? What are you talking about, Rigal? Are you fine? Rockfear. Um, as she'll, she'll come close to you and, like, um, grace the back of her hand against your forehead, like, checking your temperature. Uh, Rockfear may or may not have seen... He's being very unclear today. He may or may not have seen your demise. My demise? But I'm fine. I'm here just with Descar. I think I'm going to look over to him. Um... I'm gonna have you roll plus sense for me to study a situation. Okay. I got an 11. Ooh, baby. Um, you can ask three of these questions. Where's my best escape route? 
Which enemy is most vulnerable to me? What is the biggest threat to me? What should I be looking on the lookout for? What's my enemy's true position? Who's in control here? What's happened here recently? And what is about to happen here? Okay, first I'm going to ask, what's happened here? You look around at the table and you can see that Dakar just probably served your sister her nightly wine. And they were having a drink, possibly chatting. Then I'm going to ask, what's my enemy's true position? As you're looking over at Dakar, um, you can only assume the only danger to your sister is Dakar. So he is a danger? If you know her life's in danger and she's only in the room with one other person, unless it's you. What's about to happen here? You watch as, you know, this kind of bullet time moment when you're assessing the situation. Descartes quickly flips the table uh, with all the wine, um, and from the underside of the table, he produces a dagger. Oh my god. Uh, I'm gonna... Can I, I want to ambush. <laughs> Alright, roll to ambush. Roll plus edge, yeah. So when I ambush, I can roll plus uh, focus instead, so plus two. Okay. I got an eight. Alright. Um, you can choose... One, or I can choose one for them to do. So I like jump <laughs> yeah, in through. Yeah. Galvin like appears yeah. in through like a window or some shit, and like <laughs> yeah, immediately exactly. goes to disarm um the assassin Dakar Dakar with like um I don't know what I have like a actually I guess I have uh items huh <laughs> with my oh bravosi blade. <laughs> I guess, is one of the things on my... So I have a Bravosi blade. So you're able to steal away Descartes' blade before he can even use it. As he backs up, um, he kind of runs into Rhaegal and Jaina. Both of you have, like, brandished your own knives. Even Jaina has a personal one that she's, like, pulled out of her her cleavage. (laughs) Nice. As he's gonna, like, turn to you two and he's gonna turn back to Galvin. Speaking to Galvin, Descartes is gonna say, this is not your matter, Westerosi, as he spits on the ground. Oh, I know my mat as well. I had an old friend once. It would appear I do not any longer. And yet I will still work for my old friend's well-being. Um, I think I'm going to take my uh, short bow out and I'm going to, uh, no, I'm definitely shooting this guy. All Hesitation right, so, um... in your voice, Rhaegal. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Hesitation. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm shooting this guy. Alright, perfect. Uh, roll to take by force, so plus edge. Uh, ten. <laughs> yeah! Get the good wow. rolls today, Wow. Descartes exchanges a knowing glance with Galvin, uh, and he looks like he's about to explain why he poisoned Salmon, um, possibly who he was trying to poison and his reasons why, when from camera side we see an arrow enter from the back of Descartes' head. Uh, oh, and well. out through an eye, as oh. we see the eyeball still on the arrow. Nice. Dakar falls to the ground. Damn. Jaina is gonna gonna look at both of you. Deal with the body. This will stay amongst us. Man, I guess we could have asked some questions. Shit. <laughs> He's dead now. I'll take the body out. I'll take the body with me and like leave through a back entrance or window or something. Wait, wait, wait. Can All we right, can we search the body first? Nope, I'm taking the body with me. Oh, fuck. Okay, <laughs> well, see you later. <laughs> You're just gonna let him As do that? 
the body is dragged out, Jaina gets to work on rubbing the floor off of any blood of any Deckard's blood. I guess um, she if they escorts. find him here, somebody dead, they're gonna, it's gonna be a whole other issue, so it makes sense that Galvin would try to... So he's, like, helping the situation by hiding the body right now. Jaina escorts Rhaegal out. Um, and as you head out to your the hallway, you see Rogvir there, uh, who has a very expectant look on his face. <laughs> Rogvir's like, how'd it go in there? <laughs> yeah, essentially, that's, that's what his look says. Uh, so what... what, what what kind of motion do you make to Rogvir? Um, I, I I give him a I give him a like a come here movement, and we go off to the side, like just the two of us. Perfect. And as that happens, we see um, we kind of zoom out of the house um, as we look at the the white white moon um, hanging over King's Landing, eclipsed by the peaks of the newly built castle. I like an alleyway of King's Landing, Galvin has the body of Dekar, and I would love to consult Lore if I can use some kind of magical way of discovering something about this guy's situation. No, you already decided you didn't want the backstory. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't! (laughs) No, even when Haddon, he wanted to search the body. (laughs) He said no. I was going to give it to you then. (laughs) I didn't throw it away. I just have the body with me. (laughs) Throw the body away. I stole the body so he can't know, but I wanted to know. Fine. Um, post credits, you okay. we see Descartes' body being dragged out through the slum gutters of King's Landing. Nice. As Galvin stands above his body, uh, we hear him muttering words and see a flash of light from his hands um, over Descartes' ratted jacket. Galvin reaches in and finds quite a few letters addressed from the bank of Bravosi. And that's where we'll end this session for today. Sweet. Fuck yeah. Love a cliffhanger.